Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and right now we're doing an emergency Two Shots Podcast, and we're going to be joined by a very special guest, one of the uh, go-to Spurs insiders here, my good friend Jeff Garcia, who is the lead Spurs writer for News 4 San Antonio, Fox 29 San Antonio, and the Spurs Zone. So, Jeff, why are we having this emergency Two Shots Podcast? Something happened. Yeah, you know, just when you thought the Spurs were not going to make any moves after uh, adding Damari Carroll, well, as you mentioned, Joe, the Spurs made moves. Uh, now that the dust has settled with the big news, the bigger news, like Kawhi Leonard joining the uh, Clippers, um, now the dust is starting to settle, which means, okay, let's see what's out there. And the Spurs definitely are looking to see what's out there, and they made a move. Uh, basically, Joe, it started off as a weird uh, report from ESPN's Wojnarowski. Uh, that the uh, Spurs were uh, finalizing, or, I'm sorry, adding another year to the quote trade for Demar Demari Carroll. So now he's going to be the San Antonio for three years, and it had a lot of Spurs fans scratching their heads, like, "What do you mean trade? What's going on?" ESPN's Bobby Marks followed that up, saying, "Yep, that trade has allowed the Spurs to now have a mid-level exception." Spurs fans still scratching their heads, saying, "What trade? He was a free agent. We signed him." Well, lo and behold. It looks like they let the cat out of the bat a little too soon. Uh, the Spurs actually did make a trade, trading Davis Bertans in what was basically a salary dump, just a way to get rid of him and add more money to whatever ha- money they had left to sign free agent forward Marcus Morris, who played last year with the Boston Celtics. Basically, the trade for Bertans to uh, the Wizards was simply a financial move. They just needed more money. Joe, you know this. We know this. The Spurs basically were broke. Yep. And now they freed up some money and they used that money and flipped it to sign Marcus Morris. Uh, that's pretty much the, the the nutshell of it, Joe. Yeah. So, I mean, this was kind of surprising because everybody pretty much figured, you know, after the, the Woj bomb that dropped about what? I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe a little bit after midnight. Uh, we found yeah. out Kawhi Leonard and PG-13, Paul George both going to the Clippers, you know, we're like, okay, I was getting ready to go to sleep. And then this happened and everybody yeah. thought, okay, the Spurs kind of already signed Damari Carroll and that's probably all they're going to do. But wow. I mean, what a move by the San Antonio Spurs. I really do like what they did in signing, uh, Marcus Morris. Uh, he brings a little grit, you know, to the Spurs, another big man. Uh, cause that's something that they were sorely missing. They were missing a true big man who could play defense and kind of be a rim protector and bring a little bit of that grit, grittiness, you know, a little bit of that, like Steven Jackson, even though I hate him, he used to coin a phrase here way back when he played for San Antonio. He said he brings a little hood rat to the game, you know, yeah, <laughs> a little ghetto-ness is what he was saying, you know, some grit, some grind. And and that's exactly what the Spurs needed. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Marcus Morris, because I know he's a big guy. He was a plane, uh, I believe, last year for the uh, Boston Celtics, correct? Yeah, he's a bit of a journeyman. Um, he's played with several teams. Um, now you can add the Spurs, uh, Rockets, Suns, Pistons, Celtics, and now San Antonio. So he's bounced around quite a bit. He's spent two seasons with Boston, and last season he had a very productive year, 13.9 points per game, 44% shooting uh, last season for Boston. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, he is a dog. Uh, this is a guy that you do not want to mess with. No joke. of uh, uh you don't want to pick a fight with him and uh, he won't back down and he's going to, 
he's a bit of a throwback from the 90s, 80s kind of physical player. And I think the Spurs definitely need that type of meanness and toughness that maybe they cannot get out of a Marcus Aldridge or Jakob Pertl. Uh, he's definitely is uh, going to bring that to San Antonio. Obviously, the veteran leadership, you can't discount that. He's going to have players' backs. Uh, he's not one to back down from a fight. Let's hope that they get to that point for the Spurs next season. But if it does, well, Morris is on their side. So would you like about him? He's a forward. He's not a center. He's not a traditional center that the, maybe the Spurs fans are hoping for in getting Boogie Cousins, who now signed with the Lakers at a billboard, did not work in San Marcos. And uh, so the Spurs still – You know, don't have much depth at the five spot, but nevertheless, in today's NBA, uh, I think Morris can fill in that five spot if needed. Uh, But uh, yeah, you add him with Damari Carroll, that's a lot of dog right there in the Spurs uh, front court there, Joe. Yeah, that that is. I'm sorry I'm getting notifications already because people are, are trying to hit me up asking me. What's going on with yeah. the Spurs trade and all this stuff that's happening right now? And I'm like, you all got to wait. You know, I'm gonna, we're going to drop this podcast and you all can listen to it and your questions will be answered. So I apologize about that. But I, like you said, you know, you, you hit everything right on point that Spurs fans wanted to know about Marcus Morris. But, you know, more importantly, kind of switching gears, quietly, the Spurs, they have a solid roster now. You know, they were kind of in limbo a little bit. Yeah, they had some familiar faces returning. You know, they had, you know, some draft picks. We all knew that we're going to probably be playing heavy minutes in the G League. Yeah. You know, they're going to be prospects that are going to flourish. And they're probably going to be, you know, like get maybe get some minutes when the Spurs go on some away games. But more than likely, they're about two, three years from really making a, a heavy contribution and, and seeing heavy minutes in the Spurs rotation. But... Quietly, the Spurs carved up a solid roster for themselves. If I look at what they've done, they have DeJounte Murray, they have Derek White, DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, LaMarcus Aldridge, Damari Carroll, Marcus Morris, Patty Mills, mm-hmm. Marco Beninelli, Bryn Forbes, and Lonnie Walker. And it's solid. Yeah. I mean, the 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 bench, it's it's okay. You know, it it, it they might be able to hopefully play a little bit better than they did last season. But that's mm-hmm. nothing to like jump up and and down about like, you know, prior years where the Spurs had a very, you know, good bench because they had Manu Ginobili on there. Now, right. in the, his absence, I mean, all you can hope for is that the bench will be solid. And I think they do have a solid bench and they have a solid starting five. What are your thoughts on this roster? Well, so far, I like the fact that it's going to be defense. Look, offense sells tickets, but defense wins titles. The Spurs have that. They have Morris. They have Carroll. Uh, don't discount Jakob Pertl. He's a great rebounder. He's a great uh, offensive rebounder. And he can uh, bang with the best of them. There's also the fact that DeJounte Murray is coming back. We know he's one of the better defensive guards, as we saw in his second season when he was named to the All-NBA Defensive Second Team. Uh, Derek White, he's flourishing as well as a perimeter defender. Who knows what Kevin uh, – Ken- oh, sorry, Keldon Johnson. So you can tell how old I am. I'm about to say Kevin Johnson. For those of you who don't remember who that guy was back in the Phoenix Suns day- days. But Keldon Johnson showing flashes that he can also defend. He likely won't get any run. But nevertheless, the Spurs got themselves a very defensive-minded team. Carroll, Aldridge, Pirtle, White, Murray, Morris. Uh, the list goes on and on. This team – should be one of the better better defensive teams next season, whether it be perimeter or the paint. 
Now, could they maybe use a little bit more size? Maybe at the five spot, but like I said, I think Morris can fill in admirably if he needs to play the five. Yeah, you know, that's going to be something that we're going to really have to pay a close eye on because no telling, you know, hopefully everybody stays healthy, but we do know injuries are part of the business. And, you know, over the course of a, an 82-game season, you know, somebody can go down, somebody can get hurt. But I like at least that they have a big man who can possibly play, you know, center if need be, uh, if somebody goes down, you know. So I, I like this solid pick for the San Antonio Spurs. Now the question is, do you think Marcus Morris is going to be more of a starter or is he going to be coming off the bench, you know, maybe backing up? Who knows? Is he going to be backing up? LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, who is he going to be backing yeah. up uh, come this, you know, this upcoming season? Yeah, I think he will fill in a role uh, off that bench admirably. Look, you, we're going to presume the starting five will be a DeMar, a De- DeJounte. We're just presuming. We don't know. We don't know how Pop's going to rail him in a little bit, maybe come up <laughs> hypothetical. Um, but eventually we might see it uh, line up, uh, like I said, Murray, DeMar, LaMarcus, Jakob and Rudy Gay. And that's likely going to be that. You know, you could do some finagling with that four spot. Uh, does Gay come off the bench, as we saw a few times this past season? Maybe he does. Maybe you insert uh, Morris in the starting uh, lineup. Either way, the Spurs have flexibility now at that position, and they got good defensive uh, flexibility. As we mentioned, uh, Gay, Morris, Carroll. Carroll plays more three spots, uh, three and D swing guy. So uh, the Spurs, they, they got the luxury now. They they definitely have defense. You know, defense was one of the issues the Spurs saw last season, and uh, they got that now. And then some. You bring in a veteran like Morris, who's tough. You add in a guy who can hit the three-point shot and a 3-and-D guy like Carroll. Uh, Lonnie Walker is looking great in summer league. Uh, note, note. We so don't is know Johnson. So is NBA. Johnson, I must say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, you know, like I said, Lonnie Walker, he's playing good, good right now against summer league comp. Let's see how he does against NBA comp. Yep. So, you know, the jury's still out. Uh, but nevertheless, the future's looking good for San Antonio, not only in the distant future, but for the immediate future in the new season. Yeah, you like for, you like the direction that the Spurs are going. You know, they're getting a little bit younger. They're getting a little bit more uh, toughness uh, with the addition of Marcus Morris. Um, and that's what they really needed. They needed somebody who had uh, this chip on their shoulder. Like in the past, we always had like a Robert Ory. We had a, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mario Ellie, you know, in the past. We had yeah. a Steven Jackson. We had some people that like to go out there and get physical and mix things up a little bit. And I and I want that that same type of, of grittiness, that toughness uh, being brought to the defense. And hopefully, you know, when... You know, let's say LaMarcus goes out and maybe they'll have Marquise Morris back him up. Or if, you know, he need be, he might back up Yaka Portal, depending on, you know, matchups. Uh, at least the Spurs defense won't be so paper thin like it was in in, in last, you know, in last season's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because look what happened when they would hit the road. You know, they're a young team and, and it really showed because they had prob- problems on the defensive end, you know, and they lost a lot of games on the road they didn't have a very good road record so i'm hoping with these additions that it'll kind of uh, rectify the issues they had with the defensive front and they'll be able to at least win uh, a couple more games on the road maybe have a better showing in the rodeo road trip so there's a lot of things to be excited for if you're a spurs fan but more than likely 
once again, with even with these additions, Spurs are probably going to fly under the radar all season yeah. again. You know this, Jeff. And let's see what they can do come the you know come the postseason. I think that's really what these additions were you know brought in to do is really help the the team move past the first round of the playoffs. And do you think with these additions that that's a possibility? Um, it's a possibility. Yeah, look, the uh, West has gotten stronger. You know, Kawhi's back. He's back in the West. He brought along Paul George to join him in the Clippers, with the Clippers. We know AD and LeBron are there in the Lakers. You know, you can't forget Utah. Utah made a lot of good moves in the offseason. They drafted well. Uh, Sandy Bogdan Bogdanovich, I always have a hard time with that name, <laughs> uh, was a huge coup for him. They added Mike Conley, another defensive-minded player. The Jazz are going to be an issue. Forget about Spider Mitchell, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, uh, Nurkic will be back next season for the Blazers. The Blazers did a good playoff run. They're going to still be an issue. Houston's still going to be Houston when all James Harden is there. And who knows what the Warriors will look like, but they're still the Warriors. They just added D'Angelo Russell. Uh, you know, they just won't go away. And, you know, they got as much as you, you can't replace a Kevin Durant, but nevertheless, they added good pieces to keep them relevant. So I do expect the Spurs to really be challenging to finally get out of that first round as something they haven't done in seasons past, in recent season past. Um, I expect them at least get at least get to the semifinals. You know, I'm hoping they get to the NBA finals or the West finals, but nevertheless, semifinals should be a good immediate goal for the Spurs team come playoff time next year. Yeah, I'm excited about that because we saw when we you saw what happened when teams went to the second round or the semifinal round of the NBA playoffs, especially in the West. San Antonio had no business there. I mean, if yeah. they had gone to the semifinal round, there was no doubt in my mind that it would have been a sweep for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. You know, the Spurs would have gotten swept. So they put up a valiant effort first round against Denver, but they really needed to to add some pieces, and I think they did that. So I, I fully expect them to be there in the semifinal round, making a strong push to maybe go into, you know, the Western Conference well, Finals. Well, 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 look, the Spurs are going to be, again, a team that, A, everybody's going to say they won't go away, and B, yeah. you're not going to want to face this team in the first round, second round, Clippers, Lakers, Denver, Utah. No way. No way. And um, this, this, they're, they're now a very dangerous team. You think Morris is going to be scared of Kawhi and Paul George? He's going to say, bring it. You know, you know He's not going to back down. Uh, he's physical, and you know the best way to get into their heads and try to slow their game out is simply to be physical. Now, of course, Kawhi is a very special player. You know, we know that he could probably get him in foul trouble, but nevertheless, the Spurs have bodies. They got bodies that can defend now, and I think that is so huge. Pop, the Spurs system, coaching staff, since he's been there, has always been preaching defense. Well, they got it. They definitely addressed it this offseason, Joe. Yeah, I think I'm seeing a notification. I'm not seeing if this is True. I, I, I'm I'm not believing what I'm seeing, Jeff. I'm getting reports right now that Oklahoma has traded Russell Westbrook to the Miami Heat. I'm gonna have to check that source real quick. So Oh well yeah, just just monitor that, yeah. Yeah, that's something to keep an eye out on. I'm gonna look real quick, see if there's any woge bombs being dropped right now as we're recording this, but some of the woge bombs that were dropped yesterday, uh we had, you know, Kawhi Leonard, man, going and yeah, that was somehow huge. procuring or, you know, yeah. Paul George to demand a trade from OKC. 
And it was quite embarrassing because the mayor had released an official statement saying, I'm going to declare June, was it July the 7th, that's going to be an official day. It's going to be proclaimed Paul George Day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, awkwardness now. It's like, um, are we still, and I even put a, a tweet out on it. I said, are we still having Paul George Day asking for a friend? You know, I'm being a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody will say something. They'll be, they'll be really pissed off about it. But, uh, you know, they, they, poke, they poke fun at us. I got to do the same thing yeah. back. Uh, you know, and it was yeah, funny. I, I, I looked right now. I don't see anything solid or concrete right now. Yeah, I think it's just a rumor that somebody has been reporting. Uh, I'm looking at Adrian Wojnarowski's Twitter account right now, and I'm not really seeing anything. So until yeah. Woj or Shams reports it, then I'll believe it because, you know, how these... or, or 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 the Two Shots podcast, Joe oh. Garcia, you know, it is true as well. I, I check my sources before I put anything <laughs> out. It's not always about being first. It's about checking your sources and making sure that you are 100% correct. You don't want yeah. to put out some fly-by-night, you know, NBA insider who's just some kid in his mama's basement that's like maybe 14 years old, you know? Yeah, I mean, there, was, there was plenty of those <laughs> popping up, but you're in the Kawhi Leonard uh, saga. Yeah, no doubt. But, you know, I, I just thought it was weird, and, and you know, because a lot of these Toronto fans were like, Kawhi's not going to leave. He's going to stay with us, and, yeah. you know, they're going to make, they're going to throw offers at him. They're going to do everything they can to keep him. He's really happy here. There's no reason for him to leave. His goal the whole time was wanting to go back home. He wanted well, he to go back it. home to L.A. Spurs fans didn't like the way he went about it. He did quit on the team. Let's, you know, let's not mistake that. He quit on the team. Flat out quit. Didn't want to play anymore. Wanted to save himself for the, for the next season. All right, you know. But he could have done it a different way. I think that's what sits, you know, leaves a sour taste in our mouth you know that something that we're never going to be able to look you know forgive and forget yeah we can do that possibly but we're not going to forget what he did to the team you know i mean that's just one of that's just shady nothing like that has ever happened to us so he goes over there to the raptors he wins a chip he gets another you know finals mvp and we're laughing the whole time because we're like we know he's not going to stay sure enough didn't stay went back home to l.a wasn't the Lakers. It was the Clippers. Now he's with Paul George. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Russell Westbrook. We're hearing rumors down the line that he will be looking at all available options. And one of them being maybe if, you know, they can have a trade and put him on another team that, you know, can maybe go further into the playoffs. Because let's face it, OKC is just going to be a toilet bowl next season. And I don't think he yeah, wants to it really play is. on that. And, and going, circling back to the Westbrook thing. Uh, the closest thing that um, ESPN uh, has reported is that uh, Westbrook and his agent are now in talks with the Thunder to get him out of yeah. Oklahoma City. Nothing about him going to Miami. Yeah, I think it's somebody uh, fly by night. Yeah. You know, Spurs exactly. NBA insider. Not a, you know, there's a lot of Spurs NBA insiders out there, <laughs> and, and it's ridiculous, yeah. man. Just don't believe anything unless you're hearing it from a reliable source. You know, and, you and Jeff Garcia is one of the most reliable sources. So make sure you follow him on Twitter to listen to the latest breaking news. But Joe. hey, but I wanted to ask you a quick question. We have Demarcus Cousins. You know, of course, you know everybody was like hoping Boogie would come back, and you know he's going to play for somebody. They want him to play for San Antonio. All Spurs fans did. You know, they had the billboard and whatnot. Somebody needs to burn that that thing to the ground now. You know, it's over and done with. 
he decided to go ahead and sign with the Los Angeles uh, Lakers for, I believe, $3.5 million, you know. So he's going to be out there with, you know, LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing alongside them. I believe the, the Lakers even uh, report saying that they were going to re-sign uh, Rajon Rondo uh, for two more seasons, I believe, or two more years uh, from a report yeah, I read out there. he ended up going to L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know. L.A. has a, a decent team, you know. They still have Kuzma on, on the team. You know, the West is going to be stacked. You have the Clippers. You have the, the Jazz. You know, you have the Lakers. You you have the Suns. I mean, the Suns. Uh, the Warriors that could possibly make some noise mm-hmm. as well, you know. The Jazz. I mean, there's teams. And even the, the Pelicans. How can we forget the Pelicans with all the plethora of, of young talent that they have? And they have Zion. Just because they have these young players doesn't mean that they're just going to have a 50-win season. It takes a while for teams to gel together, even with these new acquisitions and with these new players. I think there's going to be some growing pains for the first half of the season. I think yeah. these teams really won't know what they're about until after the All-Star break. And, you know, come March, come April, when they're making those final pushes for the postseason, that's when these teams are going to start to gel and we're really going to see what they're made of. Uh, I think the... The Warriors are going to be in trouble, Jeff. Now with the the structure of the Western Conference, it's going yeah. to be really hard for them, I think, to to make it to another NBA Finals. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. They're, they're going to be struggling as well. You know, you, uh, you know, as of now, of course, the NBA is wild right now, but you can almost predict how the eight seeds are going to be in any particular order. You know, it's going to be the Clippers. You know, it's going to be the Jazz. You know, it's going to be the Blazers. You know, it's going to be Denver. You know, it's going to be Houston. All right, was that five already? Okay, yeah. so um, then that leaves the Spurs. They'll definitely make it now. And again, this is in any particular order. Um, did I mention the Blazers? I think I mentioned the Blazers. Yes. Um, the Warriors. They could be fighting for that six, seven, eight spot. You know, you can't discount them out yet, quite yet. And of course, I think I mentioned the Lakers. If not, I got to throw the Lakers in there. So you can you already predict the Spurs should be making the postseason. They'll be one of the eight teams moving on. Uh, fighting for an NBA uh, title again next season. You got to give a credit to the Spurs and the front office, you know, masterful trying to get these uh, key players, Morris trading Bertans to create, uh, to create monies uh, so they can go get Morris and bringing in Carroll, adding him another year. You know, uh, you, you know, we mentioned the Proto, we mentioned LMA, really gay, their defense, but I mean, and I like to take a quote from Thanos here you know, perfectly balanced as things should be because now they have offense and defense now. Yeah. True enough. So I know we're, we're going to have to go ahead and end this because there's probably going to be some more breaking news. So yeah, this, this podcast might even be relevant by the time you've uh, posted Joe, probably like <laughs> some... the rate of the NBA is going right now. <laughs> yeah. There's deals going left and right as we're recording this. I'm like, okay, things are changing on a, on a minute by minute basis. So without further ado, before yeah. we end this, Jeff, where can the people go and follow you and all the great content that you're putting out uh, on social media? Sure, go to the Spurs Zone News for San Antonio, Fox 29 San Antonio. Um, and there you can find the Spurs Zone. Uh, and speaking of Locked on Spurs, subscribe to Locked on Spurs. Uh, just Google it, whether it be iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. You can subscribe to Locked on Spurs on any uh, platform right now. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Love to hear what you have to say, especially with the new ads to your San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, and you can also follow us, Two Shots Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's all spelled out, Two Shots Podcast. And 
you know, you can always uh, look us up too. We have a website as well, and we are kind of revamping it and doing some new things with it. So take a look at it, and it's at twoshotsessay.com. So for Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. And like we always say, spread the love, stop the hate, and be kind. We're out. Peace. <laughs>